Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But you can't bowl and you can't throw. I'm just telling you what everybody knows. Absolute sins. You put down all the tail and they sit you out of the ground. Don't ask what it was Karen and Joe. In a week where Elise Perry did a six-kilometre run-up for a Fox Cricket publicity stunt, which explained why it's taken her so long to return to the bowling crease, this is Can't Bowl, Can't Throw. Uh, we're going to track you all the way. We're going to check in with you, all I'll say. Uh, having been a wicketkeeper all my life and not doing a lot of bowling, I suggest don't bowl a no-ball on this one. You're here with Kat Jones and Dan Libke, and that was Adam Gilchrist offering Elise Perry a bit of bowling advice uh, as she set off on this very lengthy uh, publicity stunt run-up. I think that was a good joke from yeah. Gilly, uh, underappreciated, underappreciated by the crowd. But I think it would have been much better if the batter had just seen her coming and just pulled out. Yeah. <laughs> well, David Warner, better. you'd expect him to do that. So, yeah, yeah. Elise Perry, uh, she did the longest run-up in cricket history, a, a 34-minute, 22-second, six-kilometre run-up, and then she bowled the ball to David Warner, and it was all some kind of fox cricket ko publicity stunt i think the premise was it's the longest summer of cricket ever so you need the longest run-up ever or something it was Uh, okay again solid (laughs) not too bad yeah so yeah yeah so Alyssa healy was behind the stumps cummins was fielding in the unusual position of slip this is because they were just in you know this tiny corridor room why was not why was it not cummins bowling i don't know and and perry batting that would have been more in tune with what they usually do right (laughs) yeah perhaps but uh yeah i'm not not I'm not sure how Cummins got out of that. Yeah. Anyway, it's. Uh, it's it feels like that is the easy. Like yeah, someone definitely drew the short straw there, and it certainly <laughs> wasn't Cummins. Although I like the idea that they were all just standing there for the for the full thirty four minutes, were they? Well, no. They they uh, instead she took off. She said, "All right, I'm off." She off to yeah. run around all of Sydney. They they said that they'd closed the streets in North Sydney, which is uh, a little I bit further. They didn't make her go north. up and down hills because I mean, there's virtually nowhere you can run in Sydney that isn't up and down hills. Yeah. Anyway, she was running off, and so Fox Cricket said, "All oh, right, this is going to take." a while so they actually interviewed uh, Cummins, Healy and Warner about 
about mm. the upcoming summer and what they were looking for. And you just said poor old Elise Perry on a video screen in the background being filmed by a drone, presumably. Wow. Just puffing along trying to get around and uh, complete this ridiculous run-up, which, uh, you know. What did, she, what did she bowl in the end? Oh, it was actually a little bit down leg side and uh, David Warner probably, if he'd really put his mind, it would have clipped it over the fence for six. Well, particularly when there's no fielders other than one exactly, sleeper. Yes. Who's not very good at it. Yes, but it's, uh, it's certainly no way to combat slow over rates, is it? <laughs> 3.5 hours per over? You need, you need to get it down to three at least. Yeah, yeah. This is the part of the show where we discuss the cricket news of the week. Lots of stuff going on in the world of cricket, but as usual, we have just time to cover one or two bits of it, and that is a whole heap of, I guess, T20 cricket that's mm. been going on. Yep. Uh, so uh, the the first batch is uh, Australia and India. So Australia mm. have toddled over to India for a three-match T20 trip. Seems a long way to go for just three T20s, but... It does. And, the, and this, of course, must be exactly the same as the World Cup team. Well, almost, yeah. Well, that's uh, well. There's Tim, a few additions, though, right? Yeah, the, Tim Tim David's yeah. in the team, but he isn't as part of the World Cup squad. No, no, but yes, uh, yeah. Cameron Green isn't part of the World mm. Cup squad, and he uh, he popped in as a surprise opener for the team. Uh, that's because David Warner couldn't be bothered going. He had this uh, Fox Cricket thing that he had. Uh, well, he's already out. batted yeah. for the week. He's, he's faced yep. one ball. Yes. Anyway, it was all all very exciting. Mm. Uh, not 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 exciting enough for us to stay up until four a.m. to watch no, it, but not quite. Uh, but still quite exciting to wake up and check the scores. Right? Yes, and I believe you still have. Tim David I Fever. I do still correct? have Tim David Fever. He scored 18 off 14, which uh-huh. is uh, which has actually you know got Australia to the target alongside Matthew Wade. Yeah. And then he got out in the final over, I think, with the match basically won. Then two off three, and then uh, finally in the third match, 54 off 27. So he's got a, a T20 international strike rate of 168, which is a little bit sluggish for Tim David, but uh, mm. he's, he's new to international T20s. He'll he'll pick it up. He'll do okay. Yeah. But of course, uh, I think the highlight from an Australian perspective was uh, Cameron Green, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's so great. Uh, you know, Cameron Green uh, was unexpected. We didn't expect to see him at the top of the order. No, I think when they originally popped him up there, I think Matthew, like they, they had the batting order and then Matthew Hayden, who was on commentary, looked down and said, well, I don't think that's the batting order, but uh, Cameron Green is playing this match. And then all, Fantastic. he came out Batty alongside Aaron Finch. Yeah. The, the, one of the best things, uh, before we get onto Cameron Green and the delights of Cameron Green, I love seeing Matty Wade do so well in this three-match tournament. He just doesn't give a shit, does yep. he? No, Fantastic. Matthew. And there, there's a bit of talk that uh, you know, if Aaron Finch fades even more before the T20 World Cup, that Wade's mm. kind of this uh, sly uh, contender as the new captain, and he's part part of the leadership group at least, which is oh, great to see. That would be great. And what would be even better is as soon as Matty Wade gets made captain, he he continues in the Finchy form of uh, <laughs> yeah. of low scores for yeah. no explicable yeah. reason. Puts himself up the top of the order, starts getting out cheaply. Oh, that's wonderful. But yeah, Cam Green, you know, he's he's just a young kid, but he's got a lot of cricket now, doesn't he? He does. Yeah. So yeah. in the first game, Cam. Green was obviously told that he was going to open, so he realised that if he was going to make his name as an opener, he, he needed a big total to chase. So oh, yeah, he, right. So uh, Australia were bowling first, and he sent down three overs for 46 <laughs> runs, which was good foresight from the young man. Oh, good planning. excellent planning, or if that's what it was. Very yeah. good planning, indeed. But anyway, Australia won that, that first match, right, with, yeah. with Green scoring 61. Yeah, he sent it, got him off to a fly. It's uh, 61 off just 30 balls. Uh, and uh, then they had a bit of a fumble, then uh, Tim David and Matthew Wade got him home. Mm. Uh, the second match was rain-shortened. India won that one. And uh, then India took the series by winning a non-rain-shortened match. So, yeah, India ended up winning 2-1. That's the rightful balance in T20 cricket for India to win, isn't it? Yeah, India to win. Australia to find a couple of uh, good new players for their T20 side. I think everybody's pretty happy with that. Yeah. Uh, Green, Green did hit 52 off 21 <laughs> in the third match. That was the... Uh, 
use only the third person to score a 50 for Australia in less than 20 balls. Uh, and we haven't looked up his T20, his history strike rate, you know, career strike rate, but that must be getting up there, right? It must be, yeah. yeah. It's a little bit rude of him to make the selectors of the T20 World Cup squad look so silly though, right? Because he mm. he's been left out. What would be fabulous though is if he doesn't get into any of those World Cup matches and then he gets sold for some phenomenal <laughs> fee at the, the next IPL auction. Yeah, yeah. Although I think I think uh, George Bailey might be uh, heading over to Marcus Stoinis's house and just knocking on the door and saying, Marcus, uh, how's that niggle going? Oh, um, yeah, maybe it's a bit worse than, than we originally thought it was, eh, mate? <laughs> Do you think it'd be Stoinis? Anyway, yeah. look, I think it's fair if our, you know, best batter, Green, mm. uh, you know, doesn't play mm. and gives all the other countries a chance. That's probably fair, yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, there weren't many other highlights. Uh, as, as we said, it's just a three-match T20 series played at 3am. Um, but the usual India suspects performed well. Uh, Hardik Pandya got uh, 71 off 30 in the yeah, first match, which was very good. Mm. And uh, Aksar Patel was consistently the most threatening bowler. He got more wickets than about the next three yeah. put together, I think. Fantastic. And then there's been more T20. Mm. Uh, England are playing as well. They're having a bit of a warm-up with Pakistan. Yeah, they're playing a 15-match T20 series. It's very, very <laughs> are exciting. Are you sure it's that many? <laughs> I think it's 15. It's yeah, a right. lot of matches. I, I, I don't, don't quite know how many. It's, it's thousands of matches. Okay. That's, oh, uh, they'll be so. well in practice or else they'll be completely tucked out. They'll be knackered yeah. by the end of it. Yeah. Totally knackered. So I, it's impossible to keep track of who's winning this series because like, I'm just not sure numbers go that high. But they, every, every couple of nights, just you fire up your phone and have a look. Oh, yeah, there's been another it's one. Another one, one of them won. <laughs> the other team didn't. And then they yep. flip it around again. It is wonderful to see England touring Pakistan yet again, mm, which is very fantastic. Good. Please support capitalism by checking out these sponsors. Okay, so this episode is sponsored by an ebook that I've just released, uh, which contains my breakdown of cricket in 2022. So it's uh, daily report cards on every single match I covered over the last year, and it's called uh, Dan Lipke's Wasted Review of 2022. It's all nicely formatted and available in an ebook form. So it's, it's like a circus clown tried to drink wisdom through a curly straw, and you just get sort of a wisdomish thing covering a lot of games, but in, in kind of a silly fashion. And this is a surprise book, right? Because uh, maybe a fortnight ago, you didn't even know you were writing it. No, no. Yeah, this, you, you get full credit for this one. You said you should just put together all your match reports into a book. I thought, I could probably do that. Copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, paste. Yeah, yeah but yeah, I didn't yeah, expect yeah, you to do it in like three days. Yeah, so a, a, lot, a lot of uh, tightening up and editing, but uh, yeah, covered all kinds of things. Ashes, men and women, women's ODI World Cup, Shane Warne, Australia and Pakistan, New Zealand and England, uh, Australia and Sri Lanka, yeah, thousands. Commonwealth Games, yeah. It's so wonderful to see all of those highlights. In fact, next next to Can't Ball Can't Throw, we might go through some of mm. those highlights. You've been tweeting them out and yep. giving everyone a little teaser of what they can expect when they revisit the, the last year of cricket. Yes, so uh, if you want a copy, go to liebcricket.com slash store. You can get a copy uh, for just, just five Australian dollars at the moment. And, and if you want a print version, you can also register your interest in the store. Uh, we're doing a very limited print run of the book, so uh, first registered, first to get access. Exclusive. Get it in for your Christmas present. Get ready for it. It's in, in the interest of the team, Australian cricket. I'm finished with all formats and, and all cricket all around. I felt that it was the right time for me to leave. I just think it's the right time to go. I've just come to the end. So this is a new segment. <laughs> Sounds very sad, actually. <laughs> it's very sad. No, no, it's a, it's a happy segment. But it is all about uh, cricketers farewelling. Uh, mm. so some of them in uh, 
normal forms and some of them in slightly unusual forms. And some of them doing the second, third, maybe fourth farewell, yes, yes. as so, we've talked about before. Yeah, so the, the first voice you heard there, well, no, the second voice you heard there was uh, A.B. de Villiers <laughs> on one of his many retirements. Yeah, he, he just recorded that, didn't he? He just <laughs> used to replay the recording every time he retired from another format. Yep. It's really yep. his time this time to say goodbye. Yeah, so yeah, so this is where we'll just look at uh, some random farewells in recent cricket and, and we'll, we'll start. And, and simple dismissals don't count here, right? No. Sim- simply going out yeah, doesn't no, count no, as no, a Proper farewell. Yeah. It's got to be more spectacular than yes. that. We we yeah. have a threshold here. We do. So so the first threshold is uh, Rachel Haynes who mm. announced her retirement. That's a very traditional kind of farewell. So yeah, good on her. Good on uh, Rachel Haynes who was uh, a fantastic cricketer for a long time. Yeah, and it'd be sad to gets, see her go. Yeah, now gets to do something else. Yep, indeed. Probably commentary. Hopefully, yeah. Um, perhaps less traditionally uh, farewell-wise, we did have the Marsh Cup where uh, umpire Bruce Oxenford was... So the Marsh Cup's only just started. Marsh right? Cup has started. This is the domestic season in Australia. Yes, uh, so this is all the all the state sides playing one another. And uh, umpire Bruce Oxenford was uh, hit in the knee from a lusty pull shot and uh, he had to be replaced. And, and this is a bit ambiguous. Was this actually a knee replacement <laughs> or was his whole body replaced? His, his, his entire umpiring body was right. replaced. Okay. They, they sent out a complete other umpire. Would have been good if they just... Uh, Got him down, got the operating table out there. Drew around those little curtains that they draw around when they do procedures out there on the ground. Yep. And, uh, yeah, slotted in a new knee. Oh, well. Yes. So, so that was uh, ho- hopefully Bruce is feeling a little bit better after that uh, very sudden farewell from that Marsh Cup match. That's right. That wasn't a goodbye. That was just a little so long, I'll yeah. be back. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, what, what other ones have we got here? So we have uh, the Delete Trophy in the final. Mm. Uh, Jinka Rahane was, was uh, the captain mm. and he sent his fielder, and this was uh, Jai Swan, off the field because he was consistently sledging the batters. This is fantastic. I <laughs> yeah. love this story. Yeah. This is so good. So Rahane just said, no, nah, you're, you're just yapping on too much and yeah. I, I don't want to hear any more of it. Yeah. Get, shut your mouth, he said, and send him to the naughty corner. Yeah, that's great. I, I hope he sent him off because he was being like insufficiently witty. Oh, I, yes. I, I, I think, good. yeah, because if, you if, you, if you're a captain and you're hearing all this same tired old material yeah. over and over again, it just must be exhaust you. It might be the same sledge over and over yeah. again. No, yeah. One more time and... And, you're you know, gone. Yeah. 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 If, if, if you don't have good material, you either say nothing or you hire some writers to come up with some better stuff for you. And if you can't do that, then the captain should be entitled to say, nah, you're out of here. Have yep. enough of this. Absolutely. And then uh, we have one more farewell mm. here, and that is uh, Juland Goswami, one of our favourite cricketers, mm. farewelled the game in style. So India were, were having a match uh, or a series with England. They completed a 3-0 win yep. in their one-day series. And the last game was pretty exciting. Yeah, it went, uh, went right down to the wire. Yeah. India defended their 169, but it was a really great match. And Goswami has been such a wonderful cricketer. Mm. Such a long period of time, and uh, I think they were all in tears, weren't they, when she they, retired? They, they, they were very sad. Yeah, mm. they, everybody was very upset, but they cheered her, cheered her off. And yeah, so yeah, it was, it was a very exciting match. Uh, England had a nail-biting tenth wicket partnership of thirty-five, and that was uh, yeah, incredible. Yeah, it only ended with the run out of Charlie Dean. Ah, camp ball, camp roll coming live. Thanks for tuning in and taking your time. The underappreciated act of the week. The funniest and crazy plays of the week. Who is going to join the honorary board? The number one Scott Moeller reward. So here we are in the Muller Award. This is for underappreciated acts of cricket mastery, uh, named after the wonderful Scott Muller, who uh, was the original uh, person who who uh, had, had said about him, he can't bowl and he can't throw. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm sure other people had said that previously, but but not recorded on, on audio for everybody around Indeed. Australia to hear. Yes. Yeah, 
Yes. So the first nomination I've got here is uh, Marnus, uh, who's a, a favourite for the Muller. Definitely. So Marnus has popped up now and he's, he's launched a coffee website and he tweeted this out uh, just a day or so ago. He tweeted out, as a new parent, it just so happened to be great timing that I launched my own coffee company three weeks ago. I've always loved coffee and I'm so proud of the product we've created. You can grab yourself a bag of beans at therunclub.coffee. Oz shipping only. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't quite sorted his website out yet. but yeah. So it's called The Run Club. I thought it might have been, I don't know, The Latte Bouchain or something uh, like that. Yeah. But I think The Run Club is quite a, a – is reasonable. Yeah, I, I guess. Uh, is this, I, you know what I really love about this is I, I really hope that this is the way that he announced that he'd had the baby. <laughs> Like yeah. no other announcement, just this one. That would be one. fantastic, yeah. Yes, it's, as a new parent, just mm. gets slipped in there and most of it's about the coffee. Yeah. What what I'm mostly concerned about is uh, does Marnus really need any more caffeine in his life? <laughs> well, he's selling it. I mean, I think that that's that's admirable. He's not drinking it himself necessarily. I hope not because I, I, I think he's uh, pl- plenty uh, caffeinated, his uh, young Marnus. Yes, yes, indeed. Well, uh, that might explain uh, all of his previous behaviour. Yeah, so he's just, he's just got a stockpile at home, just like, I shouldn't be drinking any, any more of this. I'm going to sell it. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> Whipped up a little website and off he goes. Well, the second nomination is another mention of a marsh. Mm. Wonderful cricketing name. Yep. And this was actually in the Marsh Cup. Uh, Victoria were playing Western Australia and Farwood Ahmad was in the… Uh, Not playing. In the crowd. <laughs> yes. He was in the crowd watching. And uh, he was watching Victoria play and Josh Phillippe hit a six into the crowd, straight down Farwood's throat <laughs> and he dropped it. Yep. So, uh, very good on Cricket Australia for finding that mm. uh, bit of footage and apparently he replied on Twitter that he wasn't ready. Mm. Well, you need, you need to always be ready. I mean, oh, yeah, if you're when, a when, when uh, Aaron Finch came to Cameron Green and said, hey, mate, you want to open with me today? Cameron Green didn't say, oh, I'm not ready, mate. Yep. Cameron Green's like, oh, yeah, I'm up for it, Skip. Let me just go out and bowl some rubbish first and then I'll, I'll come out and have a, have a tonk with you. Yeah, well, famously, you know, it wasn't Farwad Ahmed, you know, spotted as a good cricketer by by just incidentally being mm. around the team. Yep. I mean, this could have been the same same thing. Yeah. So, who's, who's that guy taking that brilliant catch? that guy catch? who took that catch? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Let's get him in. Into, into the, the World outfield. Cup squad. We'll, yeah. we'll see if uh, how Marcus Stoinis is feeling again. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, you always got to be ready. Yeah. Next nomination is uh, Kent over over in England. Uh, they're, Are they still playing? They're, they're just wrapping it up, I think. Uh, yeah. But this was a really good moment. This is uh, Kent being penalised five runs uh, for a little bit of mischief. Uh, so five Kent, penalty runs. Five, and this is for a costume malfunction, right? I think, yeah, it is, yeah. So Kent's designated wicketkeeper, which is Ollie Robinson, but I don't think it's the same Ollie Robinson. There's uh, two oh, no. Ollie Robinsons that is have... Is there another one? Very, there's so many Ollies right. and presumably at least uh, two Ollie Robinsons. Anyway, he's the wicketkeeper. He threw off his gloves in order to chase the ball to fine leg, picked up the ball and threw it back in, only to discover that one of his fielders uh, had picked up the glove to catch the ball as it came back in and, and apparently you're not allowed to do that. So ah. five penalty runs against the fielder, Harry Finch, uh, no relation to Aaron presumably. Well, it might be. Might be. You never know. Yeah. Just like Ollie might be a relation to the other Ollie. Yep, never know. Anyway, I... I, I I mean, I don't understand why this is illegal. I think this is this should be very legal. I don't legal. think there's many cricketers who would know this rule. <laughs> yeah. The swapping of equipment is illegal. What if you get a bit cold and someone's taken their jumper off and you're a bit cold? Can you put their jumper on? Uh, no, I think it's specifically the the, the pads and, oh, and the it? gloves. But mm. I, I still, you think? Imagine tossing them around. That's right. Or if yeah, if you sky one into the sky and it's going towards mid on, you throw the glove to mid yeah. on and let them catch it with the glove. Yeah, the, yeah. The, they need to fix this rule up. This is a, a shambles of a rule. So and it's a little bit ambiguous too. Like every time Maxwell wears like two or three other caps of another player, we might Ooh. get, you know, penalised 10 runs potentially. <laughs> potentially, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so all very dangerous. They they definitely need to sort this one out. Mm. Uh, what else have we got here? 
I think we've got a wonderful nomination for Stuart Broad. We've Mm -hmm. already talked about how uh, um, Brendan McCullum is uh, calling the Night Watchmen now Night Hawks. Mm. I think that's probably, you know, to be gender neutral. Because yes. hawk, of course, is a gender neutral yes. term. Yeah. And uh, hawks are, a, are better than calling them night night mice or night mm. rabbits or yes. night something else, yeah. night ferrets. Yeah. And, and, uh, and I think it's uh, the, the, the night hawk uh, moniker is to, to encourage Stuart Broad that if he comes out, if he's sent out late in on a day to have a bat, he's not, not, not there to defend. He's not a traditional hmm. night watchman. He's there to have a massive tonk and see how many runs he can get before he gets out. Well, we've already talked about Stuart Broad being the perfect night hawk, but, mm. but now. Now he's actually gone out and got himself a T-shirt, correct? <laughs> yes. So, yeah, they, they, somebody spotted him wearing a, a T-shirt that reads, you have to call me Nighthawk, which is just brilliant. I, I, hope, I hope he uh, made it himself, got the, you know, the printing press out and uh, sorted it well, all Well, he out. didn't make it himself because there's a TV show called, I don't know, Nighthawk or a character called Nighthawk uh, in some TV show. So he's probably just he, he maybe a fan of that show and, right. and, uh, and got the T-shirt there, although it did look like it had his face on it, but that could just be Photoshop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I, I very much want a reversible shirt that reads, uh, you have to call me Nighthawk and Stuart Broad is a shit bloke. Uh, so you can just, whatever, however you're feeling uh, on the day, you can just flip it over and uh, go with that. Oh, so, be careful what you wish for. <laughs> is that my Christmas present? Yeah, it could be. Uh, and uh, it extends beyond this. Apparently every day McCullum greets Broad <laughs> with a morning hawk. <laughs> so they're uh, really embracing this, which is very entertaining. I want to know what Broad calls him. Mm. Uh, B-Mac probably, something yeah, boring. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one more nomination, uh, the WNCL is back. Yeah. South Australia are playing Victoria and uh, South Australia needed 15 off the last over to win, mm. which uh, yeah, in most cases would be pretty challenging. But uh, South Australia were fortunate enough to have Tali McGrath at the <laughs> crease and she just went 666 and then off she trotted. <laughs> no wasted time. <laughs> Let's not muck about. So Three balls uh, to spare. Yep, Talia McGrath sorting things out uh, as per usual. Yeah. So what are we going to have as the uh, the winner of this week's Muller Award? I think it's tempting to give it to um, Farwad Ahmed, I think. Yeah, Farwad Ahmed. I hope he's ready for it. Yeah, I hope he's ready for it. See if he can catch this, Farwad. Okay, congratulations to Farwad Ahmed. And that wraps us up, right? Yeah, that's right. You've been listening to Dan Libke and Kat Jones. Dan, you can find on Twitter at LiebCricket and you can find me on Twitter at CricketBackCat. You could probably find us in other places, but that's where we mostly hang out, yep. either there or, or our website. Yes, uh, can'tbowlcan'tthrow.com. Yes, indeed. And uh, we'll be back most weeks, maybe not every week. Ah, we're, we're free and easy here yep. at Can't Bowl, Can't Throw. We'll see you next time. Bye. Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.